Welcome back, my friends, to the BFA International Audio Blog. This is your host, Keith Johnson, and I am back to communicating with you, our listeners from around the world who have been asking, begging, okay, even clamoring for an update. And boy, oh boy, do I have one. By the way, did you catch the ABCs of the whole asking, begging, clamoring phrase? (laughs) Okay, so maybe I'm the one who wants to give an update. Either way, here we go. I am convinced that if you listen from beginning to end to what I have to say in this short audio blog, it just might bring a little change to your life. Well, at least it's changed mine. I wish I could say that I'm recording this important update from the comfortable confines of our Charlotte, North Carolina studio, but my answer to a life-changing question has caused a bit of a change of location for the foreseeable future. More on that later. For the last few months, I've been a bit busy on a number of important fronts. Let me start on this Thanksgiving weekend by saying how thankful I am that our urgent prayer request has been answered for the continued healing of my friend Rabbi Yehuda Glick. For those who don't know, Rabbi Glick has finally been released from a hospital in Jerusalem after recovering from an assassination attempt by a member of the terrorist group Islamic Jihad. After being shot four times at close range on October 29th, going through three or four operations and spending several days on multiple occasions in doctor-induced comas, Yehuda is now at home in telling the world what happened. His assailant said, quote, I'm sorry. But I have to shoot you because you are an enemy of Al-Aqsa Mosque, unquote. And then he proceeded to shoot my friend. In February of this year, I offered to help Rabbi Glick in getting this important message of the freedom to pray on the Temple Mount out to the world. And I was humbled and honored when he accepted. We started out in a chance encounter. At least that's what some people might call it. While I was filming the last scene of this year's coming Hanukkah holiday special up on the Temple Mount. <laughs> That's right, folks. After the huge success of last year's Christmas special, I began immediate production on a Hanukkah special, and that is how I crossed paths with Rabbi Glick. I had no idea what would transpire over the next months that would begin a major shift in my life and in the life of my friend Yehuda. For those who would like to know more, I have written and recorded a series of blog posts available at BFAInternational.com for your review regarding the Temple Mount and my relationship with Rabbi Glick that will give you the big picture as it unfolded. I have also included below the newly released video of his press conference a few days ago upon his release from the hospital. As soon as I heard about the shooting, I felt a level of emotional pain that is hard to describe. In fact, I'm doing my best to take his charge to quote unquote stay strong as a daily challenge. Please continue to pray for him as he battles through the physical pain felt from bullets to his stomach, chest, hand and neck and pray for his family that has held round the clock vigils for their father, grandfather, husband, son and brother all wrapped into one redheaded rabbi named Yehuda Yehoshua Glick. I wait with great expectation for when I will receive the call from my friend who will be fully recovered and ready to get back to work. In the meantime, I've committed publicly to speak about the International Freedom to Pray movement wherever, whenever I am given the opportunity. In fact, I was recently interviewed by Voice of Israel Radio that I'm sure will ruffle some sacred and secular power brokers feathers, which brings me back to the question I answered a few weeks back that has me out of my comfort zone and might cause you to experience the same thing. Now, let me explain. 
Since returning from a series of speaking engagements around the United States during Sukkot slash Feast of Tabernacles called the Iron Dome Tour, I have been meditating on a verse that is the culprit behind the uncomfortable situation I find myself experiencing. Just like the prayer request I made from the top of a mountain in 2001 that started me on a long journey of discovery that led me to encounter God's time, his clock, God's Torah, his word, and God's tetragrammaton, his four-letter personal, powerful, and profound name, this time, instead of making a request, I have answered a question. Stop this recording and grab your Bible and open it to Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. And I heard the voice of Yehovah saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. This is a phenomenal proposition that the prophet Isaiah was presented with on a number of levels. What really catches my attention is the depth of his one Hebrew word answer that is the basis of three English words, here I am. The Hebrew word hineni means, drum roll please, behold I. Though I do not consider myself a prophet nor the son of a prophet, I have been really challenged to ask if I was presented with the same question, what my answer would be. I went so far as to actually answer this question in both prayer and in a practical way. Not even 48 hours passed from answering with Henani, which literally means from an application standpoint, something like saying, here I am boldly making myself available. I received an invitation from a distant land to come and share what had been laid on my heart. Before I knew it, the plane ticket was purchased and I was preparing to travel to teach God's people his word. I guess I should confess that in the midst of a number of overwhelming circumstances that were taking place all at the same time, I overlooked a few small details about when and where I had agreed to go. For example, the dates I said yes to were different from when I was expected to travel. It was simply a miscommunication based on the reckoning of time in the place I was invited to minister. While I was checking daily on updates about my friend Yehuda, producing and promoting our brand new Scripture Bites program, recording the new Prophet Pearls program with Nehemiah Gordon, and writing the upcoming Hanukkah holiday special that is due on, you guessed it, Hanukkah in mid-December, I was faced with more tragic news. One of the players from the Minnesota Vikings football team, where I served as chaplain named Orlando Thomas, died of Lou Gehrig's disease at 42. And on the same day, the man who helped me in the early stages of development of the ministry I founded, working with professional athletes and their families, was aboard an airplane that crashed in the Bahamas. Dr. Miles Monroe and his wife Ruth were killed in that crash on their way to a ministry conference. Because of my answer to a question in scripture, there was no way for me to even consider attending either funeral. May the memory of Orlando Thomas and Dr. and Mrs. Miles Monroe be blessed. When I finally had the time and energy to take a closer look at the flight itinerary to the distant land, I realized I was traveling at 12.30 a.m. until 4 a.m. and then switching planes at 7 a.m. that would have me landing on an island over 7,000 miles from Charlotte after an eight-hour nighttime journey. I think you can understand my discomfort when I looked around a pitch-dark airplane flying over a distant ocean where even the flight attendants were slumped over in their jump seats sleeping. I only hoped that the pilots of this unknown airline were on my schedule wide awake with me. 
It was also a little unsettling seeing the flight attendants on the second flight wearing life jackets for entirely too long while there was a visible vapor that looked like smoke coming from the overhead bins. It really didn't help matters when just a few days before leaving for my long trip, I received the following warning from the U.S. State Department. It said, U.S. citizens should continue to exercise extreme caution if traveling to the main island of Mindanao in the southern Philippines. Separatist and terrorist groups across Mindanao continued their violent activities, conducting bombings and kidnappings, attacking civilians and political leaders, and battling Philippine security forces. In particular, it said, the Bangsamoro Islamic Freedom Fighters, or BIFF, remain active in certain areas where the government maintains a state of emergency and a greater police presence. Okay, so of the 7,000 possible islands of the Philippines, <laughs> that's right, folks, the Philippines has 7,000 islands of various sizes and populations. There are only three that are on the U.S. State Department travel warning list, and that's where I was invited to go. I preached in a city where the mayor tells criminals, quote, there is life in Davao City, but for criminals, their life ends in Davao City. He also told criminals they have a choice to leave the city horizontally or vertically, unquote. I'm just saying. Now, ask me if I meant what I said and said what I meant when I answered the question, whom shall I send and who will go for us? By the time you hear this audio blog, I will have left the island of Mindanao safe and sound after having a fruitful time of ministry in Davao City with Pastor Feston, who brought together pastors, teachers, leaders and lay people at Praise Revival Center. I was humbled to be invited into the midst of a multi-generational mix of seekers of the living God. I was really inspired to see what Pastor Festin and his team are doing regarding bringing God's name to the nations and so much more. What really excited me was what I left behind after every preaching and teaching session. I walked people in attendance through the process of registering as free members of the BFA International Academy site. Now they will have access to the information behind the inspiration they experienced all weekend. It really helped that Pastor Festin was one of the early subscribers to our site and is an ambassador of the name Yehovah in the Philippines. As it says in Malachi chapter 1 verse 11, For from the rising of the sun even to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense is going to be offered to my name, and a grain offering that is pure, for my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. Or as they say in Davao City at Praise Revival Center, as says Yehovah Zavaot. By the way, have you listened to Prophet Pearls this week on this very verse? You know the drill. Go to the front page of BFAInternational.com, click on the Prophet Pearls pick, and listen to episode number six and then number seven. And while you're at it, hop over to Scripture Bites number six and number seven and catch up on the 10 part series that is literally spreading around the world. <laughs> you will be blessed. After spending an entire weekend ministering to a truly beautiful group of beautiful people, I hopped back on two more airplanes across the dark sea, but not on my way back to Charlotte, but rather I flew to the most populous city in the world. Do you know a place that has over 25 million people from around the world living within its city limits? What better place to reach the nations than in a place where representatives from all over the world are packed together in one city? 
That is exactly where I am recording this important update from where I like to say I am upside down in the earth. As soon as enough people start asking, begging, and clamoring for the next update slash special report, or I find some extra time to do one, I hope to explain in detail about the many open doors that have been presented to BFA International, including the one I just walked through. Keep a lookout for the BFA year-end bulletin. It will help explain much better what is happening than I can from my cramped quarters on this side of the earth. When we launched our international website from the Great Wall of China in 2012, we expected that there would be an interest in the nations wanting electronic access to our materials rather than the cost-prohibitive process of mailing books and DVDs around the world. We were ahead of the curve by focusing our time and resources, preparing for this very opportunity. I just didn't know that some of those nations would also want access to me being shipped from place to place. I sincerely ask for your prayers of traveling mercies and whatever else you can think of. I need them. So until next time, if you keep reading, watching and listening at BFAinternational.com, we will keep working. Oh, just before I end with a spiritual challenge, please allow me to be practical. I need your help. Would you consider entering the Academy on the homepage of BFAinternational.com and becoming a premium content library member? Your membership will help us produce the projects that simply need provision from folks like you so that we can continue the vision of inspiring people around the world to build a biblical foundation for their faith with engaging and high quality on demand audio, video and the continuing development of electronic written material. It only costs a minimum. And did you hear me say that? It's a minimum. Though many people go by the minimum. It's a minimum of $9.99 a month or $99 per year. Now, if you want to do more per month and more per year, you're free to do that. But this is what we're doing that gives people an opportunity to have access to over 50 unique presentations, teachings, original series and specials. If you're already a premium content library member, I personally want to thank you for your continued support. For those who are still not ready, willing or able to commit to a monthly or yearly premium content library membership, but are enjoying our free resources, I want to humbly ask you to prayerfully consider making a one time or recurring donation of any amount at BFAinternational.com. Simply go to the Projects tab from our homepage and you'll see our 2014 yearly budget and progress bar. We are trying our best to keep providing free resources like the brand new Scripture Bites and Prophet Pearls and, and so much more, but we'll need to meet our operational budget by the end of this calendar year with your needed help. Now, back to the spiritual challenge. What about you? Would you answer the question, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Would your answer mirror that of the prophet Isaiah who said, Hineni, and then he went on to say, send me, which means, behold, I am ready, willing and able to go wherever, whenever, however, and say whatever my holy and heavenly father desires. Maybe you're ready to answer and that's wonderful, but just know this. Sometimes your Hineni might cause you to be pushed beyond your comfort zone by the one who molds and shapes his willing vessels into something useful for his service. Take a minute 
right now, wherever you are, to raise your hands and surrender, give your heart to his service, and open your mouth and say, Hineni, behold I. I am a ready, willing, and able to be a vessel for his glory. Say that you are willing to go wherever he may need you to go. Do whatever he may want you to do and say whatever he may charge you to say. Now, while you're doing that, I need to figure out how to fit in an invitation to Africa before our tour to Israel in March and then start working on some ministry invitations from Australia, Norway and beyond. So now. Can you understand why my answer supersedes any U.S. State Department travel warning? I have learned that the safest place to be is in the center of God's will, even if that place is smack dab in the center of rebel, terrorist, or even radical Islamist territory. Until next time, this is your friend, Keith Hanani Johnson, signing off from somewhere on the globe, inspiring people around the world to build a biblical foundation for their faith.